Hi, Empowered to Empower You podcast. It's all about, all things about Jesus Christ, mental health, and anything to help you change your mindset and have the right perspective so that you can be the best version of yourself. I'm sure you want that, right? I want that for you. So welcome, 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 welcome. If you are tuning in for the first time, I sincerely and lovingly welcome you. My name is B. Wendy Bob. Um, last week's episode was done in honor of my mommy, my mom entitled five lessons my mom taught me. Let me just share, like my mother was so honored and really appreciated listening to that. And I am so thankful I got to share her with the world, especially as I shared a small part um, of her amazing testimony of how God healed her. And she was once a paralyzed woman to being ambulatory. So if you have not heard that episode, I really encourage you and I give you all the permission you need to pause this one and listen to that one. It will bless your heart, like for real. If you are coming back again and have been with me since the beginning, which was January 2020, thank you so much for your continued support. And I hope that you are truly inspired. I just have to say that if by the end of these podcasts, someone gives his or her life to Christ or someone feels more inspired to get closer to God or go to ther- goes to therapy, read, her, read his or her Bible more, feels uplifted or do further reflection, engage in further development or just make decisions that need to be made, etc. Our mission of this podcast is accomplished. So my friends all over the world, welcome episode number 20, being solid, identity, and mental health. And probably this is part one. (laughs) So one day I was getting ready for the day and I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, Emily P. Freeman. By the way, if you have not subscribed to her, like do that because she is amazing. I just love her podcast. I've even read her book, The Next Right Thing. Super, super amazing. Um, and I just love she just the way she speaks to my heart, my soul. Um, so encouraging. So she was saying something, and her podcasts are always short, simple, and but yet powerful and profound. And something she said, I don't remember exactly the thing that she was saying, but in that moment, it led me to a place of continued thoughts. Next thing I knew, I was on the computer and I started typing, like literally. Like, so that's how this podcast was birthed. (laughs) So this may be part of a series, as I've said before. So just stay tuned in because you never know. So let me just jump in. If someone were to ask you, who are you? What do you usually lead with? May I tell you that most people start with, um, defining who they are with what they do. So they might say, I'm a teacher or, or they might say, well, I work at so-and-so, excuse me. They might start with something that they, they do, right? So who am I? I know most of you are literally wanting to know you on the edge of your seat. You may have been listening to me, but you're still trying to figure out who is this be Wendy Bob? Well, first, I am a Christian, first and foremost, because without knowing and accepting the Lord as my Savior, you, I would be so lost. Knowing God as my Father makes the biggest difference with having clarity into my identity. No one can give me identity other than God. I don't care who a person is in my life. I don't care who my husband will be. Even he cannot give me identity. 
identity comes from knowing God as my father. And let me just add, this is a journey and has been a huge journey for me. On the Enneagram, I am described as an enthusiast. Yes, a seven. And with an eighth wing, by the way. (laughs) If you have met me or worked closely with me, you might also agree. Another assessment describes me as an idealist. IIFP, introversion or introvert, intuitive, feeling and perspective. And let me just say this is so true. Many will be shocked to know that I am such an introvert. Like being behind this mic for me is life. Okay. Like (laughs) I don't have to be in a room of people. Now don't get me wrong. I will perform if I have to, but being around a lot of people at the same time can be so draining to me and it takes a lot of courage. And I thank God for the courage because I'm getting, I'm getting stronger and stronger and more comfortable with, with doing these podcasts as well as doing lives on Instagram or Facebook. I still kind of hide though, but I need, I'm working on that. <laughs> Another, so let me just say this. I was born in the Caribbean, right? I was born in the Caribbean. For those of you who don't know, um, St. Lucia to be exact. And as a young girl, like several young children, I wanted to be several things, but the thing I wanted to be the most was a teacher. Yep. I knew I was going to be a teacher. And there were times I thought about being a detective, a police officer. And then there was a thing I tried so hard to run away from the counselor. I have very faint memories about my childhood, but I do remember that somehow people felt comfortable talking to me and I had the right words to say to them. This only increased as I got older and made the transition into my adulthood. So who am I? I am a counselor. And I say that with such confidence because I know that it's not just a master's degree in social work. Although that is relevant. Nor is it a career, but it is a calling. In fact, it is my God-given assignment. I am called to be a counselor. (laughs) That just sounds so liberating because I no longer have to guess anymore. I no longer have to try to compare myself to somebody else or try to be in somebody else's lane or be somebody that I'm not. I am a counselor. I don't have to search Google or read books to find my purpose. And there's nothing wrong with that. But being a counselor is a huge part of my purpose. I am a woman who's passionate about seeing people free to live happily and free from emotional baggage, free from whatever is blocking, delaying, or hindering their healing. I love the opportunity to create a safe space and a brave space for clients and to to, to receive the permission to express themselves, their feelings, and find themselves while gaining a new and changed perspective. In my career, I have served as a therapist, a trainer, a supervisor, a consultant, a director, and overall a servant. So who am I? I am a servant. It gives me great honor every single time to, to, to a client chooses me uh, or calls me to serve him or her uh, or help them on their journey towards wholeness and wellness. I am so honored. And usually my language is, it's such my pleasure to serve you. I am a, uh, I'm a servant also, most importantly, to the Lord, because my number one intention is to give God all the glory in my work. After all, He gave me the gift. It does not belong to me. <laughs> I am a leader and a change agent. I help professionals by, 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 by you know, I help, I help professionals live freely by equipping them with the tools that they need to renew their mindsets. And when they apply those tools, guess what happens? You guessed it. 
they are able to show up for themselves and be the best version in all all arenas of their lives, whether that's marriage, work, singleness, etc. And because I am a Christian and appreciate the teachings in the Word of God, I knew years ago that I wanted to be a Christian counselor. I knew that I wanted to do and provide Christ-centered counseling. In fact, I was going through a journal uh, several weeks ago, and I noticed that I had a journal entry from from 2012, 2012, that I wanted to provide Christ-centered counseling. And I get to do that. And let me tell you, that work is so rewarding and so important. I'm also a woman who sees the world with optimism and possibility, except when I don't recognize the purpose in a thing, or when it threatens or hinders my creativity, autonomy, and desire for freedom and flexibility. Basically, if it conflicts with my values, I'm struggling. (laughs) I love adventure and service, and in fact, my passion is tied to my purpose, my actions are tied to my values. And these are just some of the things I teach for sure in counseling and coaching. There is certainly more to who we are, but for the sake of time, why would I talk about identity and the correlation of mental health? Over time, I have worked with several clients. I have noticed a trend that when clients struggle with their identity, then they also struggle with their mental health. They struggle with poor boundaries, wrong relationships, and decisions that are not even aligned with their values. In fact, they're not even aware of their values. I believe that identity creates a solid foundation and a pillar that helps one to practice effective disciplines necessary for wellness. Through my experiences, I have seen that when people received clarity into their identity and accepted and became aware of who they really are, then they lived and they started to make, I'm sorry, then they started to make adjustments in creating healthy boundaries and prioritizing themselves and their happiness. They lived in such a way that was authentic and genuine. In addition, not only did they make adjustments, but they also made the connection and shifted their perspectives and changed their narratives. I love when that happens. My friends, when people don't know who they are, they are more likely to allow other things or people or expectations to define them. And this causes them to be neglected. This also creates a vicious cycle of people-pleasing behaviors, resentment, unhealthy relationships, constant patterns of seeking unhappiness in unstable places. I have seen that when people struggle with their identity, even stress management or anxiety management becomes difficult. Now, I I want you to hear me clearly. I'm not implying that people who know who they are do not experience stress or anxiety. But what I am saying is that mental health issues such as stress, anxiety, etc. takes on a more consuming role in a person's life because they are not aware of what anchors them, what makes them solid, and what grounds them. I have especially seen uh, for my clients who who have faith in Jesus Christ, who come to therapy with the, they make amazing progress. (laughs) When they lean into the process of learning who they are in Jesus and how victorious they are, how loved they are, who, who made them, oh my goodness. It's almost as if clarity, perspective come into the room and sat next to them 
and their perspective shifted. They took on this persona of mad confidence and strength. Then they were able to see clearly that they were living beneath their standards and needed to say no to some things and people because they realized they matter and that they are enough. <laughs> Let me just say, when these clients also leaned in to the process of redefining, redefining their perspectives and redefining their identity, reframing their core beliefs. And let me just tell you, there were no limits. I absolutely love to see the transformation in my clients that happened right before my eyes. So if you are struggling with poor boundaries, poor self-esteem, allowing others to set expectations for you, limiting beliefs, negative thinking patterns, comparison to other people, not being able to use your voice or speak your truth, allow me to suggest that you have not discovered who you really are and the greatness that is already inside of you. Let me say that again. Allow me to suggest to you that you have not yet discovered who you really are and the greatness that is inside of you. A great therapist would help to pull that out of you and let you see it and get you to embrace it. So if you have not considered therapy, don't hesitate. You deserve to invest in your identity. You deserve to invest in you so that you can be the better version of yourself. I have said this so many times and I'm going to keep saying it. There is nothing wrong with you, but perhaps there is something that may have happened to you. And what happened to you, my friend? That is not your fault. I am so sorry for what happened to you. I'm so sorry for what he did, she did, they did, and they kept doing. I'm so sorry for what happened to you. But what happened to you is not your fault. But your mental health is your responsibility. So stop putting that off. Many times when a client calls me, they've read my profile, you know, on psychologytoday.com. They've maybe seen my website at www.aaopcs.net. And for some reason, there's something in the profile that speaks to them. And I have had clients call, potential clients call, or someone call. And when I ask them the question, have you had therapy before? I've heard people decide to me, I've been putting it off. I've been thinking about it for over a year. Well, I've been viewing your profile for the last three months. Oh, I've been, uh, I wanted to do it two years ago, but I just kept procrastinating. Let me just say to you, you said this in 2018. You said that maybe you would see a therapist and then you procrastinated. And then some of you who are listening, you said the same thing in 2019. Something happened, something triggered a feeling you kept yourself, you kept seeing yourself in the same type of relationships, the same cycle of friendships. You kept feeling like you maybe you, you're not performing at your best. You're functioning beneath your potential. But you kept, you, the, the signs were there. But for some reason, and let me just say, it takes a lot of courage to pick up the phone and to admit, I need help. It, for every person that calls my phone, I congratulate them because that's a major step. And for every person that comes to the, to the, uh, to the intake, 
which is the first session. That's a lot of courage because they could have decided, nah, you know what? I was, I was just playing. I, I don't, I'm not ready. <laughs> it takes a lot of courage. But those of you who are listening to me, you've been putting it off. You've been putting it off. And the longer you put it off, the more you delay you functioning at your best, the more you delay you not allowing yourself to experience the happiness and the satisfaction that you deserve to have. Yes, you deserve that. Why not you? Why not you? Why why not allow yourself to smile and love yourself? Why not experience bliss and pure joy? Why not experience amazing um, uh, uh, just, just satisfaction in all areas of your life? Why not you? Your mental health is your responsibility. It's now May 2020. And I know we are in the midst of a pandemic. But is it possible that some of you, even before COVID-19, you are existing? You're just merely surviving, but you're not living? Are you perhaps beginning to see the correlation between your mental health challenges and not knowing who you are? If I were to ask you, who are you? What would you tell me? I've done that with several clients and they freeze. They freeze because in that moment, they're struggling to identify who they are. And over time in therapy, as we address what I call weeds, the core beliefs, the negative core beliefs, the narratives, the stories that they've told themselves, the stories that they've believed over time. Over time, as we address and we pull out those weeds and we restructure those beliefs, you, the amazing transformation, it's it's crazy. Because when I do that again, when I ask them who they are again, yeah, they can tell me. They can tell me. Are you walking around with a question mark on your face? Are you trying to fake it till you make it? So you post a picture and you're smiling. But what people don't know is that you're really not happy. What people really don't know is that you're just scrolling through Facebook. You're scrolling through Instagram. And you're just comparing yourself over and over and over again. Why do they they look so happy? Why she got married? Oh man, I wanted to do that. Oh man, I wanted to move here. Oh, man, I want to move to Chicago. Why she got to go to Chicago? Okay, her husband cute. You know, you're just scrolling and scrolling. But what people don't know, you might like or you might choose not to like. Because deep down, you don't like that that person looks successful. And first of all, comparing yourself against an image, some of these people are faking. (laughs) Right? But why put off your mental health any longer. You are worth it. You are so worthy. And let I just want to level set and just say this that I'm not I'm not doing this so you can come see me because I can't help everybody. I cannot help everybody. But here's what I'm willing to do. If you don't know where to start, feel free to reach out to me and I will assist you. I will guide you with how you can find a therapist. Here's a few tips, though, just in case you don't call me. Call your insurance. Ask for a list of who is in your network. But know that if you use your insurance, a counselor or therapist will have to identify 
a diagnosis for billing purposes, and most people don't want a diagnosis. Go to www.psychologytoday.com. You can go to www.openpathcollective.org. These information, this information will also be in the notes, the podcast notes, if I'm talking too fast. You will also see my website. I will post it so that you know how to reach me. And I will, I will guide you. There is no shame. In fact, reaching out and saying, I need help, whether you are a man or a woman, that is a courageous step that you can take. Therapist, therapy is not for crazy people. Therapy is for you and everybody. It's an investment in your mental health. It's a step towards you becoming whole. It's not the only step, but it's part of an amazing journey. And I am so honored. I have seen many people change their narratives, rewrite their story, change their perspectives. I've seen many people become and become one with a new, newly refined identity. And in addition to that, gain some skills and tools to be able to navigate through this thing called life. And let me tell you, life will throw some some curveballs. Even after therapy, life will throw some curveballs. But the question is, do you have what you need to navigate? Do you have the appropriate healthy coping skills to deal with the mental health challenges? Do you know who you are? I encourage you to start. Ask yourself that question. If you find yourself stuck with anything I've said, please do not suffer in silence. Reach out. I think this is a relevant message for, I know that May is known as Mental Health Awareness Month, but this is a relevant message whether it is May or November. My goal is to encourage you to take the first step. I am so glad that I got to record this 20th episode. I'm so glad that you got to listen to me. On another note, for any person who's feeling down right now, I pray the peace of Christ over you. I pray that the joy of the Lord fills your mind and your heart. And if you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I pray that you decide today to look up to believe, to accept Jesus Christ in your heart, to confess him as Lord and Savior, and to believe that he is Lord and Savior of your life. This is the most important decision one will ever make in his or her life because that decision is tied to where you and I will spend eternity. So I hope you were encouraged by this podcast. This is be Wendy Bob with Empowered to Empower You. I'll talk to you soon. Take care.